thanks for checking out this message from Springmount Church. For more information about us and what we do, visit our website, springmount.church. Why not check out all the different groups that run throughout each week in Barrow and on Walney? And join us every Sunday from 11am at Salt House Pavilion in Barrow Infernos. If you would like us as a church to pray for you, please email prayer at springmount.church or sign up on our website for monthly news straight to your inbox. Hello Springmount Church and others from wider afield. I hope your uh, first week of lockdown hasn't been too difficult. Um, how's it all gone? Uh, it'd be great to hear from some people as to how they're coping. Uh, hopefully today the volume on the microphone is better uh, and over the next few weeks we'll be improving the quality generally. It'd be nice to be able to do some outside even, but uh, have we made the opportunity of this lockdown to have a bit of a rest and a reset or have we still viewed it as a major inconvenience? Are we looking to use this enforced time to be still and are we trying to spend time looking for the presence of God in the midst of this storm. Um, in our house, we've all been a little bit under the weather this week, so thank you for your prayers. Uh, but we think we've turned the corner and are coming back stronger, as they say. Uh, just a few notices, because you've got to have notices in a church service, even virtually, uh, before we get stuck into the word for today. First thing, don't forget to check out the YouTube worship playlist that's been chosen by Paul and Abelie this week. Uh, it'd be great for you to use that to worship and uh, and to fix your, fix your eyes and fix your mind on Jesus before we listen to the word today. Also starting this week on Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 12 o'clock each day, we're going to start a short devotional, uh, a bit of a talk like this, working through the book of Acts. So why don't you grab your Bibles and read for yourself as we look at small chunks of the book of Acts and how the early church coped in a difficult time uh, and share a small thought for the day. It'd be great for you to join us and comment. Uh, if these videos are useful for you, it'd be great to, to see some encouragement and to, to, to hear some of the similar things we heard last week. It was great to be encouraged that this video uh, sermon was being used and listened and shared widely. So let us know what you think about all these things and comment so we can journey together. Uh, I'd also like to say a big thank you to those who've been distributing uh, support packs from our Walney building. We've been able as a church and as Walney Community, Walney Community Trust to bless so many families and others who have been struggling for food and supplies at this time. So thanks for all <clears throat> who've been able to give of their time for this amazing work to keep going. And if you're still able to do that and want to help, then please get in touch. We, knew, we have a new email address, which is help at springmount.church if you want to either offer your help or if you want or need some help. So today we're going to look at another of Paul's prayers. It's one of the uh, my most favorite ones I think um, and we can look as we look at this prayer at more things that we can pray for each other as we talk to our father in heaven so five major points to look at as we look at this prayer in the book of Ephesians so if you've got your bible turn to Ephesians chapter 3 and we're going to start reading at verse 14 so Paul says this for this reason I kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So the first point as I read the beginning of this prayer is Paul prays for strengthening spirit. 
so who's feeling weak right now? If I ask for a show of hands, I think there'd be quite a few of us with them raised. Um, I have this thing when I'm ill, and I think it's probably subconsciously drilled into me when I was younger, that the one thing I would have to drink and I would be able to drink if I was ill was Lucozaid. You knew you were ill if mum got you a bottle of Lucozaid. You know, it wasn't the sort of thing you would just buy off the shelf because it was there. It was almost like an elixir. It was like that 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 thing of this is going to make you feel stronger, you know, savour the glucose overload. And psychologically, when you drank that Lucozade, you always felt a little bit better. I'm not convinced that Lucozade has amazing power, but it still comforts and makes me feel better even today. So if I'm feeling bad, then Ros knows that if she gets me some Lucozade, it might cheer me up and make me feel a little bit more energetic. So this prayer, Paul prays for strength. So where does this strength come from? Well, the verses say it comes from the glorious riches of God. His spirit is what gives strength. And it goes right to our inner being, right to our core, right to the very centre of who we are to strengthen us. How do we keep going through difficulties? You know, we're experiencing difficulties like never before in this crisis. How do we keep going? Well, Paul says we do that by praying for his strength through the Holy Spirit. And that as Christians, his spirit lives in us. His strength is in us. Uh, Many people have quoted Psalm 23, that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we have a good shepherd that is with us who comforts us, who guides us and leads us to rest. So how do we keep going through difficulties? By praying for the strength through his Holy Spirit. In fact, Psalm 121 verses 1 to 2 say this, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Someone said that if our lives are like a shack, The Holy Spirit is the thing that can come in and live inside and transform it into a mansion. His strength has the power to change us. His strength has the power to transform us into a beautiful mansion. So we need his strength. The first thing we can pray for in this crisis is for the strength of the Holy Spirit that comes from the glorious riches of God. It goes on to say this, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love. So the second thing Paul prays is that we will be rooted and established in love. Paul prays that we will begin to grow in love and completely establish ourselves in God's love. Now, I'm not much of a gardener. Anybody who knows me uh, will testify to that. Um, But if I planted a rose bush in my garden, then as soon as I plant it, it would start to be rooted in the soil. But it wouldn't take much to pull up that little initial plant from the soil. It needs to be established, not just tender initial roots, put in but a whole wide root system that starts to spread out and acts in two different ways a root system does two things first of all it anchors it gives security so that the plant in the ground is not easily uprooted secondly it feeds the plant and helps it to grow stronger and fitter and wider and taller 
So Paul prays for the church to be rooted and established in love. Um, quite a few years ago, myself and some of the young people, we did the uh, old Abbey Road car park and there were some weeds that were very much just surface. The roots were, were tiny um, and it was just like pulling out pulling out straw from the ground it was very simple but then you'd come across one plant that would take a little bit of digging and a little bit more digging and, and gradually you found that its roots weren't just simple and small but they were established underneath that car park and so it took a lot in order for that weed to be taken out we're not talking about weeds we're talking about us growing and how do we grow we grow by being rooted and established in the soil that is God's love. That is what will keep us from being uprooted, love. That is what will keep us anchored, God's love. That is what will keep us fed and growing, God's love. See, the soil provides for the roots and the best soil is God's love. So we can pray for strength from his Holy Spirit, through his transforming Holy Spirit's power, and we can pray for the security of his love. Let's keep on reading. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 says, So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. It's a bit like that old song, isn't it? So wide, you can't get round it so high. I think I got the words the wrong way round, but you know what I mean. Um, this passage talks about four-dimensional love. Um, it may surprise you to find that I can remember having a black and white television. Um, I know that sounds amazing. You don't think I'm that old. But the change over those short years that I've lived in television are quite massive, you know, from black and white portable sets that you had to turn a dial to tune the screen into and wiggle the circular aerial around in order to stop, stop the lines being on the picture, to colour, to plasma, to flat screen, to HD, to 3D. And now I think it's, is it 4K HD? But even now you can go to a 4D cinema screening you know, many of us are quite content with our 499 cinema here in Barrow or in the Roxy in Ulverston. But actually, a 4D cinema, what do you get with a 4D cinema? Well, not only do you get to see the film, but you see the depth of the film with the 3D special glasses. And without the 3D special glasses on you, you can't appreciate the beauty and the depth of what's going on. Not only that, the seats in a 4D cinema cinema move in time with the car chases and the jumps and so you get another dimension of feeling that the chairs are moving in sync with the film not only that but at times water may spray in your face or, or mist or smoke or air is pumped at you to to experience the feeling of the wind rushing through your hair obviously i get that feeling an awful lot even smells can be pumped into the cinema to replicate the smells the actors would be experiencing. You know, I can remember sitting in front of the television with a magazine that had a scratch and sniff panel so that as you watched the programme, you were told to scratch a number and it might be a rotten egg or it might be uh, someone's smelly feet. Uh, I seem to remember it just smelled like a magazine, but maybe I didn't scratch well enough. But what an immersive experience the cinema has become. It's no longer just about watching a story and watching a film. 
but it's about being there. It's about experiencing every level of action, every level of the actors experience the four dimensions. Well, Paul in this passage to the Ephesians says, we need to immerse ourselves in God's love. And only then will we realize the four dimensions of it, the height, the depth, the width, the length of God's love. Stop living with the silver screen of black and white. Stop living and being satisfied with the old limitations. Become immersed in the fact that his love is inescapable. His love is deep. His love is wide. And his love is high. But we need to grow our roots in his love. So stop jumping out of the pot or, or trying to plant ourselves in lots of different soils. Instead, we're called to establish and root ourselves in love. John chapter 15, verses 9 to 11, Jesus says this, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So we want to be strong in his spirit. We want to be aware of his roots, of his love. We want to be aware of the four dimensions of his love that is high and wide and deep and long. And Ephesians 3 goes on to say this, verse 19, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. There's two almost impossibilities in that verse, that we can know something that goes beyond knowledge, to know something that goes beyond knowledge and to be filled with all the fullness of God. So as we take these steps that Paul's been praying for to be strengthened in the spirit, to be rooted and established, God will go beyond. In other words, we'll know something that surpasses knowledge. You know, many people in life will try and trick us up and we'll try and uh, give arguments that are intelligent and articulate and will come from a position of knowledge and power. But Paul's prayer isn't that we have more knowledge. Paul's prayer isn't that we know more because then we could argue a case for greater knowledge. But Paul's prayer is that we will know a love that goes beyond what you can know, a love that goes beyond. You know, people might study the book and not know the main character. I can remember um, when one of the children was studying English GCSE um, he was asked a question about the significance of a blue curtain and uh, I think he talked to me about it and I can remember then I've, I've never read a book and thought oh well, what's the significance of a blue curtain um, I think I'd read the book that they were studying at the time and I'd really enjoyed the story but I'd really missed the significance of some of the symbolism because I just loved the characters and the story you know as we look at the bible we don't look at god's word to fill our heads with more knowledge we look at god's word to fill our lives with his love not that there isn't some great knowledge to be had and some great wisdom but as we read it let's not miss the main character of jesus and get stuck in a passage or laws you know jesus's love surpasses goes beyond knowledge and we can be filled with the fullness of god well god is love so this prayer is a prayer to love. And at a time of crisis, what are we going to be filled with? 
Um, just the other night, many people will have stood on their doorsteps and clapped the NHS. Why were they doing that? They were showing love. They were remembering, supporting those that are vulnerable to show people that they were working hard and that they were being fondly remembered as they supported those that were most vulnerable and finding it tough. You know, it's important that we show love. It's important that people are remembered, be rooted and established in love and know the love that is beyond knowing. Be filled with the fullness of the God who is love. Ephesians 3 finishes with these verses. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. The final point I want to make from this prayer that Paul uses is that he prays for immeasurably more. How can he pray that? Well, because God is immeasurably more. God can do immeasurably more. And as Christians, he makes us immeasurably more than we ever were before through the power of his spirit and through the love of his son. Glory of Jesus Christ is mentioned. Why is he glorified? Because he loved and gave his life for us. And he died and rose again and is seated on high. And God glorifies him. Paul's prayer is that we would be immeasurably more, but that we would know the immeasurably more of God, that we would be filled with the fullness of his love, that we would be strengthened by the power of his spirit. You know, we could start weeding the garden of our lives today, that we would be filled with love in the room that is made. We can start weeding out those things that have been established where it should have been love. We can start weeding out the problems that we have by giving them to Jesus. And we can start to establish our lives in the good soil that is the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. So today, we might be thinking of decluttering our houses as we spend more time in them than ever before. But I believe that God wants us to stop in the midst of this, to declutter our hearts, to get rid of the stuff that stops us from being loving to get rid of the stuff that stops us from being able to experience the immeasurably more of God and instead be available to him, to be available to be filled and to be available to be more and to do more for him because he will be immeasurably more for you in this time. Father God, we pray for your word. We pray that it doesn't go out empty and we ask that today we will be rooted and established in your love. We pray that you will be the immeasurably more that we need at this time and that we will be able to show others your love. Father, that we will know a love that is beyond knowing, not because it's in our heads, but because it lives in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week. Don't forget to tune in for the small devotionals on Acts. Start to read it today and uh, we'll see you again. Let us know if there's anything we can do. Email help at springmount.church and uh, we'll see how we can help each other. God bless and have a great week.